Dearly beloved, we are gathered today to witness the joining of two Welcome to The Corner Booth, our weekly podcast where we discuss all things weddings, relationships, and everyday quandaries. We're your hosts, Cynthia and Megan, two wedding professionals that have seen it all and are here to help you through it. So grab your favorite beverage and let's, let's get, get cozy. cozy. Holy crap. We're actually doing this. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First episode. Here we go. Well... Well, obviously, cheers. So we need a beverage to get us started. Um, okay, so today we're going to pop some bubble in honor of our first episode. Yeah. And the start of this podcast. Okay. So oh, here we go. Ready? You're I'm ready. Pop. I'm... <gasps> that was really good. <laughs> Holy crap. crap. <laughs> I was not expecting that. I was concerned because you didn't take like the metal thing off of it when you were going to pull it off. So I didn't know if it was actually going to pull off. I unraveled it before. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Go ASMR if I can potentially hear that. And I'll cheers. Cheers. Okay. So, Cynthia, what did you pop for us? Okay. So I popped, so uh, Chankaska Winery. Their Dewdrop Limited Edition, um, but it was a bottle number two, so it was labeled number two on there. Um, so it's a Dewdrop is just a different brand that we have, um, and no one can get the one that we had before. And so I just honestly, I don't even know when I got it, but it was somewhere probably like four years ago when I first started working at um, working, and I needed a special occasion. So here it is. Perfect occasion for uh-huh. it. And Which I could tell you more about it. Um, I don't remember <laughs> anything. Um, so I, do, I don't know what year it was bottled, unfortunately. I should have done my research ahead of time because I definitely could have. Um, and the price is unknown as well. Probably around $30 a bottle. So that's usually where ours kind of land. Hey, you know what? Tastes delicious. Works mm-hmm. for me. That's what we want. So we good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we thought that obviously the first episode we have to start with, well, who the hell, who the hell are we? <laughs> Why should you listen to yeah, us? What are we doing? So that's what we are. Who are we? Okay. Cynthia, tell us who you are. All right. Well, I'm Cynthia and I work at Chankaska Creek Ranch and Winery. Um, so I am the director of events there. Who are you? Well, my name is Megan. <laughs> I am the general manager and head of our events planning and coordinating at the Capitol Room in St. Peter. All right. And so I guess people are probably wondering, like, how did we get started in the wedding industry? Who, like, yeah. Um, so, or maybe how did we meet? Maybe we yeah. should start there. Yeah, let's start. How do, how do we meet? How do we do this? <laughs> how do we get um, to know each other and end up here? Um, well, I guess long story short, <laughs> we met through my boss, Dan. Yeah. I was friends with him in a way and we always had cross paths being the kind of the same industry and whatnot. And, um, and yeah, but then I really feel like we didn't really connect a whole lot the, the, those past years we, then. Yeah. We ran into each other at weddings 
every once in a while yeah. if we're like photographing at Chan Casco or um, you being a bridesmaid at a wedding at the Capitol Room. Yeah. Yeah, I was. <laughs> um, yeah. But I do think that um, – so I think what happened when we decided, you know, started getting a little bit closer or building a friendship, um, started because you've been a part of a committee in town for quite some time. And then I joined that committee. Yeah. So started going to some happy hours. Yeah. Happy hours turning into <laughs> midnight walks to the wine cafe bar um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then trying to sober up so we could drive home mm-hmm. basically. <laughs> right. um, but it was, yeah, it was, it was fun because we'd have those committee meetings and then after people would be like, yeah, let's get a drink. And we're like, okay. And so we just like sit next to each other and be like, we have a lot in common middle yeah. of the wedding season. So we had so much to talk about. And then I think, you know, every month when you would do that, it'd just be like exciting to get to know, get to yeah. see each other and kind of talk about whatever, talk about the couples that we are sharing at the time. Um, and it was always I don't know how it was for you, but it was always one of those things where when we met and like when we started hanging out at like these meetings, it would be like everybody started talking about getting drinks. And I looked at you and I'm like, um, do, do you want to get a drink? What are you doing? And then, or like, what are you doing afterwards? And you'd be like, well, I think I'm going to go to happy hour. I'm like, okay, I was hoping you would go there because I kind of want to go too, but I didn't want to go alone. Right. Oh, same. So it was like the awkwardness of like, how do you become friends with another adult that kind of brought us closer together? Because uh-huh. we both didn't really know what to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so... I think that it was a really cool dynamic and friendship starting off that just because honestly, being in this business, you it's really nice to just have someone that understands what you're going through every single day and way can relate to you in a way that nobody else really can. Because mm-hmm. no not your husband, your partner, anybody is really gonna know mm-hmm. what the heck is going on when they don't work in the same industry as you. So that's why our friendship has been nice. Right. And I think one of the biggest lead ups, especially that we were kind of did this past week for, um, for like social media too, was a lot of time when we started talking to each other, uh, or telling people about our new endeavor. Um, everyone's first kind of question was, aren't you guys competitors? Yeah. Don't you literally compete? against each other yeah. for weddings. Oh, how does this happen? How do you guys work with each other? And so that's why we thought that our per- the perfect first episode was was talking about that yeah. and kind of aren't you competitors? Mm-hmm. So short and to the point. Yes. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Um but we also share a lot of couples. Mhm. We also fight over a lot of couples in a way, <laughs> in a very oh. very nice way right right and we but it's kind of it's just nice to be able to communicate and having you know knowing if we're both having a couple that's both interested in our venues mm-hmm. um oh one thing i think we forgot to kind of mention was that um we are both you know work for venues and we're like five minutes away from each other like not yeah. just in the same town but like we are literally on pretty much the same road <laughs> yes literally hop out of my building take a left take another left you're right there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cynthia, before we get into like the competition side of things and like our companies and all that stuff, how did you get into the wedding, wedding industry in case people don't know? Oh yeah. That's a good question. Um, uh, okay. So I actually, I went to college, went to UW Stout in Menominee, Wisconsin, 
and I, I did go there undecided, so I didn't know what I wanted to do originally. Um, and then after my freshman year, I declared a hospitality major. So it's a long name of a major, but no one needs to know that. <laughs> and then I had my emphasis was in events. So I didn't know for sure that I wanted to go into weddings. I just knew events was my thing. Um, and it, you know, you never really know if you're actually going to stick with it when you go to college, but I did. And so I did that. And I actually did work as like, just like it was called event and ancillary staff at the time, but I worked at Chancaska for a summer. Um, just like as my staff now, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, funny. <laughs> How long ago was that? Like 2013, 2014? Um, 15. Okay. I think it was. Yeah. And weird how it comes like full circle right, like yeah. that. Yeah. Or 14. It was while I was in college. Um, and yeah. And so then I graduated and I wanted to find something, um, in my field and didn't know hundred percent what that meant, but Weddings were something I was super interested in, especially after having that job and went back to Mankato and I ended up working at a hotel for some years until Chankaska came as an opportunity. And then I moved to um, my position at Chankaska and I've been here for four years. Wow. Yeah. I'm so excited. I always forget that you worked at that hotel too. Mm-hmm. Like it, I remember running into you so many times when we were photographing weddings there and uh-huh. I'm like, oh yeah, it's just Cynthia. It's just Cynthia. And then all of a sudden you're gone. And I'm like, <laughs> where'd this woman go? Like, I know. Well, it wasn't she? expected. <laughs> um, yeah. But I did, I don't know if I made it clear. Yeah, I did. I did the weddings there too. So um, yeah, I've had like six, seven years of experience in the wedding industry. What about you, Megan? Well, so mm-hmm. uh, when I graduated high school, my dream was to um, be a photographer. I mean, mm-hmm. I had obviously other dreams too, of course, but like <laughs> um, I was going to go to school to be a photographer. So I did. I did a quick two-year program at Hennepin, Needham Prairie. And a semester before I graduated, I had um, met Dan through somebody I did an internship with. And he offered me a job as like a studio manager. So I started yeah. doing um, photo photography, wedding photography, editing, a lot of stuff for him basically Mm -hmm. started helping Dan and his family out with basically whatever they needed because they also had a newborn at this time. Um, and then, so did the photo thing for a while. And then in 2016, when our owner's group at the Capitol room purchased the Capitol room and started the construction there, I, was pretty hands off, to be honest with you. (laughs) Um, And then it was like 2017 hit and Dan was trying to do construction, trying to sell the space, trying to Mm -hmm. do literally everything that he could on top of photographing 60 weddings in a year. Mm -hmm. And so I just kind of jumped in and said, do you need help? And he said, sure. And I just kind of started doing (laughs) tours and now I'm here. So originally you didn't think it was going to be your career of where you wanted to be. You were just like, no. I'm helping. I work for you anyway. I I know weddings and yeah. I'm, we'll see how it goes. And But you didn't expect to be where you are now. No, exactly. Weddings. So like, because when we started Capital Room, him and his wife, Emily, were going to run Capital full time. Mm-hmm. That was going to be their thing. And then I was going to take over Dinsmore Photography and just keep running that. Yeah. So, obviously, because... I mean, Dan's been a well-known photographer in the community for mm-hmm. years. Yep. Um, Keep it in. Yeah. And so I was just going to run that full time. And then, I don't know, the opportunity kind of arose and I saw how stressed out they were trying to do everything by themselves that I'm like, 
I can, I could swing this. I, <laughs> I can sell the building. I can sell like weddings here. I can do mm-hmm. like this kind of thing. It's not that hard. And then all of a sudden, like we did, I started doing tours and started helping out, like staining the floors and just kind of miscellaneous stuff. And then coordinated and helped with the very first wedding that we did there. And I remember sitting on the couch after the wedding got done, everybody left, cleanup was done. Dan and I were sitting on the couch drinking some champagne, just trying to like celebrate and take in the last like year's work. And I look at it, looked at him and I'm like, I don't want to be a photographer anymore. He's just like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, think of this. We did everything. We're done. We're sitting on the couch. It's 2.30 in the morning and we never have to edit a single photo. Like Mm -hmm. we're, we're done. And it was (laughs) such a nice feeling. And like in the back of my head, like at the time, obviously like we still knew we were still doing some weddings for photography, Mm -hmm. but it just felt like, it felt like a really good moment to realize like what I wanted to actually do. And this Mm -hmm. is what I wanted to do. But I also love throwing parties in high school. So it kind of like <laughs> came together really nicely. Yeah. Full circle moment here. But I was not that way. <laughs> I was goody two shoes. <laughs> I was just, I didn't like actually throw a party. Sorry, mom. Um, but like they were like fun, like get togethers with like four friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm a very social person. I had like my, what was it? My health uh, one of my health teachers and, uh, or something like somewhere, I don't know what teacher it was, but anyway, she said, you're either going to be like a nurse or somewhere in that kind of field, or you're going to do like hospitality in some sort, because no matter what it is, you're going to be with people because you're a people person. And I was like, Oh, okay. And then I literally, well, I don't know how I ever remember that. And now I still think back to it. I'm like, she was right. Like I needed to be with, I needed to do people like be working with people. See, you're a very kind and caring individual. Thanks. (laughs) You've been a very kind and caring friend so far. Um, But I don't think I could see you as a nurse. No. No, I don't don't think that sounds fun at all or my journey at all. They're um, way too talented. (laughs) Not not talented. They can can handle blood. They can handle like, nope, I'm not a bodily fluids person. Somebody gets sick at the venue or – something and I'm like nope this nope I mm-hmm. I put a mask on I put some gloves on I plug my nose I'm like I got this <laughs> but not gonna enjoy this yeah I could I could handle it but like I wouldn't choose to I'd rather be a part of the fun stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so now that you guys know a little bit about us yeah um we should talk a little bit about our companies a little bit and why everybody thinks that we're competitors okay Okay. So, okay. So kind of like Cynthia was saying, we are five minutes away from each other, Mm -hmm. but how, how are our companies different? Right. I mean, the biggest thing is our venues are different from each other. The vibes are different. The aesthetics are different. Um, I would say I would say that Chancaska. So we are more of a, you know, we're a winery, we're a vineyard. We have like an Italian kind of European aesthetic to ourselves, and it's a lot of very outside stuff as well. Um, well, you guys have three different spaces for hosting ceremonies, mm-hmm. and two different spaces for hosting receptions. Well, no, four different spots for ceremonies because you can do the event center too. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, so three outside, three outside ceremony spaces, and then we have our event center, which can be an inside ceremony space, and then we have yeah two reception spaces. So I got all those different places. We have done them in the vines as well. Um, so that's another place that I just we don't necessarily do all the time. <laughs> um, and then we do have another area that's for smaller. So we have our barrel rooms. So we've done weddings in there that's just like a little bit smaller as well, more intimate, uh, more low key too. And so I feel like we just have a lot of different areas that can just individualize, be in, like picked for certain people and um, match exactly what they're looking for. We have our tent, which is more of like an outside feel. You want to be outside, but you need a little bit, a little bit more than just actually being outside. You want that covering. You want that AC maybe too in the summer. So. Yeah. A little protection from some rain. Right. Because you right. never know. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we have those rain plan options too. Um, but then, you, we, you know, we drive five minutes down the road and there's Capital Room. Yeah. And we are more of like an industrial, modern, but also like historic kind of space. So, mm-hmm. like picture like all brick interiors, original, not original, but like floors from like maybe the 1940s, um, very – it's very industrial, very chic, super cool, mm-hmm. um, very warehousey vibes. But we have just a ballroom and a cocktail space. So we can only host like one wedding a day. Mm-hmm. But what happens is obviously they get married in the ballroom space. And then as soon as the ceremony's done, people go down to our rock bend room for the cocktail hour while we transform a room for a reception. Mm-hmm. And then, but we also do have like our bridal and groom suite. So couples can get ready in the space too. And their your suites are amazing. They are really pretty. I mean, I don't mean to toot our own horn, but uh, they're beautiful. They're toot toot. They're Mm -hmm. beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, it is. It's fun. Like that, we have two such cool spaces, like between Chancaska and the Capitol Room. Mm -hmm. But they're so different, Mm -hmm. and I think my favorite part about like our like not just like our friendship, but like our business relationship is how many of our couples that we share. Right. And I think that's one thing important to say is that, you know, it doesn't have to be negative. Like we can still be, have the same couples in some ways and it can still be a positive thing as well. So like we share couples a lot of the time you'll send me grooms dinner or, you know, rehearsal dinners and they will come the night before do that with us and then make their way to you guys the next day um, or come from your rehearsal with you guys and come to us. Or even like this last weekend we had. Yeah, we shared a couple. Yeah, we did. Uh, We had the reception in our space and the ceremony at your space. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it was nice because the women arrived, men and women, I should say, they arrived in the morning, got ready for the day, loaded up on the bus at promptly at 1.30. And (laughs) Cynthia's texting me at 1.15 being like, where's the couple? Are they on their way? And I'm like, they will be Actually, it was like 1.26. I think it was like right, you're right about to get them on the bus. Um, But that was, that's the fun thing in my relationship is that, you know, I'm able to just literally text you even like, you know, you can have good vendor to vendor relationships, but it's also another thing when you're on a texting relationship too, Mm -hmm. or I'm literally just texting you like, hey, you know, we think they were, Because, I mean, our timeline was 1 o'clock, just to let you know. That's why I was messaging you. (laughs) That's my bad. Sorry. I didn't send you the updated one. (laughs) So so we're like, oh, they're 15 minutes late. I hope everything's okay. So I'm like, you guys running behind? Like, what time are you expecting? And it was easy as that to just send you a message. And you're like sending them on their way in three minutes. And we're like, okay, sounds good. We'll be ready. And 
instead of with other times like where they're in a hotel or somewhere else too that or you they're coming from an Airbnb or who knows um they I'm just we're just waiting for him to show up so it's nice to have that communication together to be able to go back and forth and then as soon as the ceremony was over I texted her and I said hey ceremony's beginning and then she said tell me like let me know when it's done so I texted you when yep. it was done. Um, and then the uh, DJ forgot some bags. Oh, yes. That's <laughs> right. I forgot. So instead of being like, oh, yeah, we'll put them in our event center and we'll have to figure out when they can come uh, pick it up like during business hours, I literally texted her and I was like, hey, they left their bags. Do they want me to just drop them off? So then I just drove five minutes down the road and dropped off the bags. Yeah. And then I got to see their reception, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Cynthia's crashing a wedding. Everybody's staring at her <laughs> like, who is this woman walking into this reception? She is not welcome here. No, just kidding. Uh, well, probably most of the wedding party was like, she looks familiar. This is yeah. really confusing. So I we're don't just, think they're affiliated with each other. <laughs> we're just standing in the back corner, just like giggling like crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was perfect. It was fine. Nobody cared. Yeah. And that's not the first time that we've uh, we've we've we shared couples too. I mean, we do rehearsals all the time, but um, or dinners. But yeah, we did another ceremonies. We do ceremonies too, and so I think yeah, it's also it's nice because we do a sit like this. Both of our last two weddings that we've done together, um, the blending ceremony. Oh yeah, the wine blending. That's right. Mm -hmm. That wine did not last very long. It was gone during dinner. <laughs> well, good because I didn't want people to think they could save it. Yeah. <laughs> No, it was, it was passed around. Everybody had a little bit because I also put like wine on like the parents' tables too. So they all got yeah. wine as well. So it was really nice. Yeah. Which I really enjoyed too because I don't know. It's something, what are you going to do with a candle kind of thing? Like, right. Well, I guess I should backtrack. So a blending ceremony, they did it as like a unity. So um, we had two bottles of wine from us that they poured into a decanter and then because it's open, they can't save it. And so usually when I have receptions on site, they just bring it to their head table and drink it throughout the night. Um, but then you have to kind of worry about the dynamic of taking the out liquor off site, which I mean, we, we can, we can allow that if it's, you know, corked or whatever, but you don't allow offsite alcohol. So I was like, mm -hmm. Oh shoot. Like it's not going to last, but technically they're not supposed to bring it there. It helps to know people. That's all <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say. It helps to know people. The one and only reason that it was allowed. I would say this is the only exception. <laughs> yeah. I know who made the wine. I mm -hmm. know it's fine. But better, yeah, better than having to have a, well, some people probably really like the candle, but it just sits in a, in a box and you like never see it again, you know? Exactly. So at least you drink, drink it. <laughs> So I think that the way that we can work together like that is just awesome to kind of crush that stigma of us being competitors who can't work together. Yeah. It, I feel like everything just flows so much better when it's mm -hmm. people just working together for the main purpose of getting those two people married. Right. Just like all other vendors that work together to accomplish the same thing. So we're just doing the same exact thing. And I think and hope that this podcast will also do that for other vendors and us. Yeah. Bringing people together. Oh, yeah. Now, one thing that I just find is always so funny is – and why a lot of people probably think that we are competitors is because – we do kind of steal each other's clients just a little bit, <laughs> but like in a friendly way. We're cool about it. Well, you're naive to think that we're not going to have the same people come around. We're five minutes from each other. So there are going to be couples that are going to go to both of our venues and 
pick which one they think is best for them. Um, Because that happened to us last week. (laughs) I won. She did. Yeah. I had a contract out there. I thought I was so close and snatched it from me. But it's okay. It was great. I mean, if it helps, I did hype you up during our meeting. I'm just like, because it told me like, yeah, we looked at Chan Casket. I'm like, oh my gosh, Cynthia is the best over there. <laughs> but but I think that's like what's so funny about that whole thing is because you've talked about like being from like a hotel background and that just always seems like from hotels, they seem like they're always competing with each other. Whereas right. we're trying to work together. Yeah. I mean, I came from a hotel background and that's instilled in you when you – are working there. Um, the corporate background does teach you that. And I think it is different just because of, you know, way the way the hotels work. Um, but it did transition into the event side of things too. I think anyone who works in a hotel can attest to that as well, or has worked in a hotel, um, to know that, that more negative competition is instilled in you. Um, but it was the nice thing is that when I got to go to Chankaska, I kind of learned that I didn't have to do it that way. And you got to kind of build your own way. Right. To do things. Right. Because you had your own interaction with the hotel before. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Who, who did that exact thing where they tried to be sneaky. Well, and the thing was, they didn't even email. They just showed up and pretending to be a couple. And I'm like, I know who you are. Mm-hmm. I have photographed a wedding in your space. And of course, they didn't recognize me, which is okay. I still did the spiel, treated them as if they were a bride and groom because maybe they would have been. But mm-hmm. I did know that the one person was married. So just didn't quite work out. But I still gave them pricing information. But the funny part was when they gave me their information, they gave me their business card with their hotel's information on it. So I'm just like, okay. Cool. Isn't this obvious that you're giving me your work information that I already know you work at that workplace? (laughs) And it's not like it's hard. Like you can find our pricing online and you go to Chancaskas, it's on your website too. Which I will say I think has changed as the years and time have gone by that I don't think venues always did it that way. And now we do. So before, I don't think you could go online and find everyone's pricing, but I think that it is honestly worked out for the best just because now we're able to kind of filter out. They are in my price range. They're not in my price range. I do actually want to see them or potentially book with them and then do a tour then rather than it's only a couple versus however many they have to do. And then you're less likely a chance of even getting booked. Yeah. They're maybe going to look at five venues versus 50 and it's not wasting. You're not wasting the couple's time. Mm -hmm. They're not wasting our time by doing a whole entire one to two hour tour. Mm -hmm. And then realizing at the end that they can't afford it because it's not in their budget. Right. And it's, it's a stressful process for couples. So having to look out, look, at so many different venues and different places and decide which ones are the ones that you're more interested in is already stressful enough to keep apart from each other. And just doing more tours is just more stressful. So I think it's best to like allow them to do their own research on their own time rather than forcing them to have to communicate with you in order to get the information that they need. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I One thing that I love about like our friendship and like our company's relationships too with each other is during like COVID and everything, it was so nice to kind of have this 
relationship that we had. Yeah, this mm-hmm. relationship because we had somebody to like lean on to like, right. hey, what are you doing? What are you doing about this? Like how how is this working for you? Now that we and, have these restrictions, yeah. what what are you doing? This is what we have been thinking about doing or putting in place. And now we're on the same page because we're only five minutes away. We might as well be doing the same thing almost. And if we would think of each other as competition and not have like this friendship, mm-hmm. I don't think it would have been the same way and I don't think it would have been successful for either of us or our clients. Right. Mm-hmm. I agree. But so like that being said, obviously for like weddings, it's a certain way, but like how was it at the winery for you guys? Well, and because we're open to the public. So that was another thing I had to look at as a different aspect that maybe that you and I connected about that wasn't the same. And I needed to, I wanted to reach out to someone else that was in the same boat as me. And so I reached out to a different winery. And the funny thing about that is that, you know, that little bit of competition was instilled in us from being two different wineries. And so it was a good opportunity for us to be able to reach out to each other and connect. And it was just a good conversation to be able to reach out and say, hey, what are you guys doing with all of this? This is what I've been thinking or we've been doing, thinking about doing this. And we had a real conversation and said, I'm so glad that you reached out. That's what she said to me. Cynthia, I'm so glad that you reached out because I I didn't know we could. <laughs> we do, can we do this? Can we have that type of relationship? And we're like, why can't we? So, you know, I never been over to her venue. So I went up and visited theirs and then she came down and visited mine. And now we have a really good working relationship, even though we don't necessarily have the same couples or work with each other. Um, But it's really cool to have just that backing and relationship to reach out to. But it also kind of makes you stronger as a company because Mm -hmm. you know your strengths now too after like meeting with other people and right all this stuff mm-hmm. it just brings the community together too like even though we're however far away from each other it brings the vendors together there's nothing wrong with competition no but it makes us all stronger when we're just together and supportive of each other and actually being friends with each other to make life so much easier yes agreed. Having those key relationships though with our other vendors is, I just feel like it makes it so much easier on our clients too, because they, Mm -hmm. they know then going into their wedding, like, Hey, these people work awesome with our our venue, or they've worked with our venue so many more times and, or they've worked together. Like I have so many florists just in the Southern Minnesota area that I love working with and so many DJs that I love working with. Obviously, I have some companies that come in and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with you. Like, mm-hmm. come back. But it just <laughs> makes it better and easier for our clients that we have right. all these people to work with. Yeah, and, and I mean, we work with like a good example too. It was like we work with Amber a lot and she's um, a coordinator. And I will just also just text her and be like, I don't, I don't want to email my, my, my clients just to ask them one question for them to ask you it. It's almost like they're the middleman. You're the middleman. I need Amber to answer this question for you or with you. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? Her and I can talk this out quick and then I don't have to worry them about trying to get a hold of someone to then also get a back, back a hold of me. So it's just nice to have those personal relationships. Chancaska has like their own 
like recommended venue list, yeah. right? Or yeah. not vendor venue. And that's vendor. one thing that I, yeah, I was going to say is that, you know, when couples come in and, or when, and once they book, I will send them this preferred vendor list. And it's pretty much saying like, I have a good working relationship with them. They've been on site before. They know what to do. Like they, we don't have to kind of have like an initial conversation, go through everything. They don't have to you know, wonder what the space is like and whatnot. They know. So you have, you, you cut that out right away by choosing one of those vendors because I can message them usually my, on my own and they know the sitch. Do you find it that like your clients that do end up booking with you, they end up going with like your preferred vendors? Yeah, I think, um, I think they definitely reach out to them and they do use them a lot. Um, but it also depends on availability. Like that is true. I get a lot of couples who book, you know, a little bit later than, um, later in the year for things and, or for their, their wedding date. And uh, there might be some, like, like I have Malowitz on my preferred vendor list and they're just, they're too good. They're going to book up right away. Yeah. So it's it's not fair how good they are because (laughs) if they if they could just clone themselves, they'd be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think I would love to see them out more, but sometimes I get those brat couples that book a little bit later and unfortunately they probably reach out to them and they're already booked for the day because they're only one people. So or two people, but one company that yeah. they only book one wedding a day. So there's not that option. You got to get there first if you really want them. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. Like it just, I, I constantly like will get like a new vendor in or something and they'll come to a wedding and I'm like, I'm obsessed with you. Like, can I put you on my list? Like, is that okay with you guys? So do you have one too? We do. Yep. And it's something where we'll send it out. um, And I do find that a lot of people do book. The biggest thing, like I find a lot of couples book from us, like from our list is like hair and makeup and stuff because there's only so many salons that can actually travel just due to licensing and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. You know, like, this is kind of off topic, but kind of, like, not off topic. Um, You know what I love about, like, our vendor relationships, though, with a lot of people? Like, Hmm. is, like, Amber, for instance. Like, you and I could, like, sit down and have, like, wine with her um, Mm -hmm. and, like, any given time and, like. And it's needed. (laughs) Usually it's needed. But, like, she, like, she understands what we're going through. And like I mean. It's needed. Like, we need to sit there and vent about things or, you know, just be like someone else who understands what what we're going through. Yeah, because I mean, going home to my husband whom I love more than anything in the world, <laughs> but he doesn't he doesn't work in the service industry. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't understand when I'm a little stressed out or something about like my beer order not coming in correctly or my wine order not coming in correctly mm-hmm. or something like that. Like he doesn't understand what I'm going through for that. So it's nice to be able like call Cynthia and be like hey do you want to go get some wine so I can just complain for five minutes Mm -hmm. or like can I like just talk to you about something it was a long weekend I just want to talk about all of every instance that happened good whatever bad whatever yeah indifferent of any sort but I just need to I just need to talk about it and I'll do the same thing but I'll literally be talking Nick's ear off and then all of a sudden I'll be like yeah you're you're not relevant to you. You don't care. Thanks for listening, but you're not actually listening and that's okay. <laughs> he tried. He, they right. try. But so you need those people in your life to be able to connect with them. Yeah. And like it's the relationship aspects that we build. And like, I mean, this is tying like our entire podcast together kind of like, mm-hmm. but like building those relationships with your vendors and 
um, somebody on Instagram one time called them frienders. And like, <laughs> I initially cringed at the word. Right. Like, it, it's, it's a very cringy word, but it's so true. Right. It is. It's, it's the fact that like, we want to, this podcast is really about like weddings and relationships and wine, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like the different, we're, keep going. Sorry. We're like, I, we're at such a weird stage in our lives. Yes, that's exactly where I was going. We're both 28, 29 year olds. Like we haven't quite crossed the threshold over to 30 yet. Um, <laughs> but we're at this weird stage in our lives where you and I, we made friends with each other really, really easily. Mm-hmm. But like, it's really hard to make friends as an adult. Mm-hmm. And, but we also like want to, so like we want to like have this podcast to like, build relationships with friends. We want to build a community of vendors together. We also want to have a really fun, cool spot for brides and grooms mm-hmm. to come listen to and be like, ooh, that's great wedding advice. Let's do that. Or mm-hmm. like, ooh, the corner boother host said not to do this, so we should not do that. Mm-hmm. Or like, right. I don't know. We just we and also wanted a really good excuse to drink wine and get together. <laughs> yeah. And well, and use our knowledge and expertise in more than what, you know, what we are now and can be in so many different stages of our lives at the ages that we're at. And so we're going to have a drink. We're going to talk through it and uh, just connect about the fact that like no one is on the same, no one, no one's on the same um, trajectory. trajectory. Ah. Ooh, jinx you owe me a coke <laughs> Diet you're coke. buying lunch tomorrow <laughs> well someone forgot their debit card so i oh am <laughs> apple pay please <laughs> um, but i just i mean like you said full circle like i do want to bring it back to like yes it's about vendors it's about our couples like we want it to be super simple and easy to be like oh i didn't even realize that you're kind of teaching me how to plan my wedding without like going through a course or me just, you know, you paying us to tell you what to do and doing it for you. Or being overwhelmed by a binder of knowledge that doesn't relate to the wedding that they're planning. Right. I mean, those, The Knot and Zola and all those companies are so awesome to work with and great. Mm -hmm. And like their websites are wonderful to work with, but it doesn't pertain to weddings happening in one state of Minnesota or even Just in real southern time Minnesota. Sometimes. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. And so we want to be able to have that for like our our people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we're hoping that this is going to be a good platform for us to connect with couples and with vendors about the in- things that you guys are interested in knowing about the industry and weddings and planning. Yeah. And we also want to know like what you guys want to hear. Not – I mean we have – so many episodes kind of lined up and ready to go, but <laughs> we we want to know what you want to know, and we also want to like answer your weird, dark, deepest, oh, dark questions, <laughs> quandaries, stuff like that. <laughs> so we want to leave it open to you to reach out and let us know what you guys want to hear us talk about. So even if we've already got something lined up that we're going to talk about, you um, at the end of the episode, we're going to open it up to a couple questions. So. We hope that there's people who actually reach out <laughs> and submit like, some quandaries and let us know what you want to hear us talk about and what you think that this would be the most beneficial podcast for you. Um, so we want to 
thank you, but also tell you where you can also do that stuff. Yeah. Um, you can submit your quandaries, questions, advice, whatever you need at our website at www.thecornerboothpod.com. Or we'll also have like some polls probably on Instagram too. Right oh, there? oh yeah. Yeah. So, and we have it like on our Instagram where you can go to our bio to go on our website. So please keep, stay tuned and send us stuff through that. We have a, um, ask a question where it says, uh, give us your two cents. We love our regulars. Yeah. And we love all our regulars. their problems. Yes. <laughs> um, so, but also we would not be here today without the support and the love of the people that have helped us along this journey to get this podcast started. started. Yeah. <laughs> so we want to give a couple shout outs to some people. Um, First and foremost, huge shout out to our amazing and incredible videographer, Jamie Abel. She um, is my cousin and you can find her at, uh, at Jamie Marie Films on Instagram. She shot this most incredible trailer for us and we literally would not have looked as good without no. her. And she did all of our photos and she's not a photographer, so she did flipping amazing. Um, and then we also have Colin at, at Colin Scharf and at Goldmine Studios. Colin did all of our music for our trailer and for our, just literally everything, our intro, our ending, like all our music. He is wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, and then we couldn't have also done it without uh, the beautiful booth and bar at Swiss and Madison. So Nicole let us come in on her day off where she literally has one day off a week when she's in, you know, working and let us come in there and take over. And she even was hospitable enough to provide us with wine and just stuck around the whole time to watch us. So thank you, Nicole and Swiss and Madison. If you haven't been there yet, you should go, go follow them um have an espresso martini yeah. or two maybe just a couple limit yourself because i mean there's a limit there there's there's caffeine in it and i learned my lesson the hard way um but yes amazing martinis please go and the biggest thank you is probably to our bosses mm -hmm. i mean we wouldn't have jobs if it weren't for them for that. <laughs> right. and we probably honestly wouldn't have never met if it wasn't for my boss dan right so um Huge shout out to Dan and Emily Dinsmore, obviously at like the wine cafe and they also own the wine cat. So if you need some wine and liquor, definitely go check out that place. Um, but also at the Capitol room, of course. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to give my shout out to Jane and Ken Schwicker for supporting me on this new endeavor as well. And you'll see them a lot more often um, with the different uh, wines and beverages that we have in the beginning of each episode. Yeah. And you can find us anywhere where you listen to your podcasts. Just search the Corner Booth Podcast and don't forget to rate, Ooh. <laughs> review, and subscribe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't have that down quite yet for myself, but you did great. Yeah, I know. It's on the sheet. Ah, <laughs> right in front of me. Right. Um, but please follow us on Instagram at the Corner Booth Podcast. And Facebook at The Corner Booth Podcast. And again, our website is www.thecornerboothpod.com. 
thecornerboothpodcast.com was taken, so do not go to that page. <laughs> Someday we may have it. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we did all of that. Thank you so much if you've made it this far to listening to everything. We did it. <laughs> First episode is done. We we finally made it. High five. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we got it. That is what happens when you are two, three glasses of champagne deep. (laughs) Okay, guys, thank you all for sticking around and listening to us. Please let us know what you want to hear and keep this going for us because we're really excited to be here. We'll see you next Wednesday. Yeah, see you next Wednesday.